How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back kicking off our 2021 draft coverage. We are back doing our first of what is going to be many mock drafts this year, going through all seven rounds, giving our picks, uh, assuming who the Chicago Bears might take in April. I'm your host, Chris Maltby. Today, drafting with me, joined to the right of me, uh, and he's definitely done it in the past with us before. I'm joined by Zach Rimbos. He's our head video editor and producer. Zach, how's it going, man? Doing good. Um, enjoying the weekend, and uh, I had a long week of school, so just hanging around and, and ready to talk some talk some bears and what they could do in this draft. It's interesting, so... Yeah, there's a lot of ways they can go, depending on a lot of things. Allen Robinson being one of the main concerns also depends on what they do. Uh, at the quarterback position, you know, we hear Carson Wentz, we hear Derek Carr, we hear all this stuff right now. Uh, but this is under, I think one of us is under the assumption that the Bears uh, are going to draft a quarterback. Uh, but I would like to say before we hop into this, uh, all of our, we haven't really gotten too much into scouting yet. Um so all of these draft notes as of right now are from our friends over at the Draft Network. We're going to leave a link to their stuff down in the description. Uh, they do some great work over there. Be sure to go check them out. Uh, you can do a mock draft of your own if you want. That's how we did ours. So let's hop right into it. The Bears, I believe, have six picks in this year's draft, uh, and that's before common Saturday picks are hand out, handed out, uh, as well as any possible trades. But right now, round one, pick 20. Round two, pick 52. Round three, pick 83. Round five, pick 165, and then round seven, picks 205 and 219. Uh, Zach, I'm going to have you start with this one. Obviously, uh, we all know that offensive line is going to be the number one thing outside of the quarterback position and possibly the wide receiver position that the Bears have to address in 2021. So let us know where you went with your first pick. All right, so my first pick is Jalen Mayfield uh, out of Michigan and uh, offensive tackle. Obviously, offensive tackle is one of the main concerns in the line right now. Our inter- interior offensive line took a huge step in 2020, um, and I think we're solid there. So the Bears are going to have to go for offensive tackle, mainly right uh, right tackle. Um, but Mayfield is expected uh, through the draft network um, to be a starting offensive tackle. As soon as he comes into the league, he's start- expected to have that impact right away. Um, obviously, I mean, it was, he was projected 29th. Um, but I, I'm reaching for this because it's one of the main needs for the Bears, uh, and I would much rather have a great offensive line right now. Um, I'm assuming I had made this pick. Uh, I'm assuming the Bears are going to do something um, other than draft a quarterback. I'm assuming trade um, or or signing. It's like somebody, if they possibly could, probably not likely, but like a Dak Prescott or something and try and go big or go home. Uh, so, so I went Jalen Mayfield. Someone, you think they go with someone that's already in the league? Yes, um, and I, and if they trade a first round pick, you think it's a future one? I, I do. I, I think one. I think Ryan Pace, you know Matt Nagy, their jobs are on the line. I don't think they can rely on a rookie. They need, pro, uh, you know, somebody who's proven themselves in this league. Uh, but Jalen Mayfield, like I said, uh, is supposed to be a starting offensive tackle. He's uh, got great size and athleticism. Uh, he, he's great in pass protection. Uh, showed impressive improvement from year one to year two. Um, and I, I really like this pick. I think this would make a huge difference to the Bears' offensive line. So I went with Jalen Mayfield for the, at the 20th overall pick out of Michigan. All right. I also went offensive line. I had the 16th overall prospect on the draft network fall to me. Uh, that's Christian Derrissaw, uh, offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, 
Obviously, the Bears need offensive tackles more than anything. Uh, no matter who the quarterback is, and as much as I do agree with you that I probably won't draft one, they'll probably do something in the offseason. Uh, I, I went through this draft assuming they were going to draft one uh, and was a little risky in doing so, and we'll get onto that later. But uh, Darisaw checks all the boxes you need uh, to be immediately become an asset in the NFL. Um, he has exceptional ability to pull and connect moving targets in space. Uh, and it seems like the Draft Network thinks it shouldn't take him long to earn a starting role in the NFL, and it says he has the upside to become a standout franchise left tackle, playing for uh, a pretty solid college down there with Virginia Tech uh, that, that has some pretty good competition. So I went Christian Darsaw, Darsaw, however you say it, uh, offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. I'm going to hop right into my second pick. Uh, I actually went another offensive tackle here. I think it's really important that the Bears solidify both of those. This time, I went with Dylan Radunes, offensive tackle from North Dakota State. Uh, he plays with really good athleticism in regards to his body control and balance in the run game. He's said to be absolutely excellent, uh, a, a really nasty blocker uh, that wants to absolutely maul whoever is opposite him. Uh, it says he can improve his proficiency at getting on moving defenders, obviously down in the second and the third level of the field, but he remains upright and demonstrates instances of good lateral agility. And it says he has the frame to make a more mass and bulk build, which should make him more and more effective during his time in the NFL. So as many ways as you could have gone with this, uh, you know what? I, I'm under the assumption that the bears are, are going to franchise tag Allen Robinson, depending on no matter on who the quarterback is. I, I feel like you really can't let him go. And in, in assuming that he plays uh, in 2021, he'll be able to stay around. So I went two offensive tackles with my first two picks. It's something that the Bears have really never done. Uh, we've never seen Ryan Pace be someone to totally go out and invest in the offensive line in any early rounds outside of maybe Kobe, Cody Whitehair, uh, as well as James Daniels, but never really consecutively uh, unless you want to talk about the two seventh-round picks from last year uh, in Lachavius Simmons and Arlington Hambright. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I, I went first two picks offensive tackles. Uh, they're both left tackles, but Radunes, one nice thing he brings to the table is that he can swing to different positions, so I would immediately move him to right tackle, and I think the Bears would have both of those guys locked in for the foreseeable future. So I went offensive tackle, offensive tackle. I don't really think you can go wrong with any of that. Uh, but Zach, I'm going to pass it on now uh, to your second round pick. So this is assuming that, um, you know, obviously we're not able to do uh, a trade where Allen Robinson, we would be able to get a pick back for Allen Robinson, but I'm assuming Allen Robinson is going to be traded. I think they're going to tag and trade him. Um, so my next pick here is Monra St. Brown uh, from USC He's 6'1", 195. Uh, he played mainly in the slot for the Trojans, uh, but he has very good overall athleticism. Uh, he's got good body control and agility as a route runner, uh, blue-collar toughness and competitiveness, um, and he's excellent in contested catch situations, which is something that we saw a lot of from Allen Robinson. Um, could potentially fill in that role, not necessarily step into that role. Obviously, a top-10 receiver in Allen Robinson, but great in contested catches. Uh, he's competitive, got big playability. Um, you know, he excels between the numbers and he's got good, uh, uh, intermediate short and deep passing game, uh, as a wide receiver. So, um, I think it'll be a really good pick for the bears if Allen Robinson does go, uh, and is not on the team. But, uh, so I went with, um, excuse me, let me, Amon Ross St. Brown from USC. 
That's my not for the fifty seven. That'd be pick. a tough name for the Bears fans to get around, but yeah. you would assume if if the Bears do move on from or if Robinson moves on and somehow the Bears don't tag him or something, uh, you absolutely need a wide receiver in those first two rounds. And I think if he leaves, you could even discuss, you know, picking a wide receiver in the first round because it's it, it's a really good wide receiver class this year. Uh, a lot of very good talent in that first round. Uh, so it should be interesting to see what ends up happening with him. And that could definitely uh, affect the way that the Bears attack this 2021 NFL draft. Let's head into round three. I'm going to have you go first, uh, Zach. We'll switch off who goes first. Um, but the Bears are back in the third rounds, somewhere where Ryan Pace has had some bread and butter picks throughout his time. Uh, it might be his last time picking in the third round, but it's somewhere where he succeeded throughout his time in Chicago. So who do you have him taking uh, 83rd overall? So I think another really, really big uh, spot for the Bears to focus on this offseason would be cornerback. We saw Buster Screen was getting lit up last season, uh, and obviously the last few games he did not play. They said it was for concussion, uh, but I believe he just they just told him, like, basically don't come back. Um, but you saw Kendall Vildor uh, and Duke Shelley step in for the Bears, um, even playing in the playoff game uh, for the Bears. But Elijah Molden played cornerback for the Huskies uh, at Washington. He's 5'10", 191. But he excelled in the nickel. Uh, he played in the slot mainly. He's extremely athletic. Um, he'd be, you know, he's a little undersized by ideal NFL measurables, but would suffice as an NFL slot. Um, something that we saw, like I said, Buster Screen filled in uh, um, for that role and did not do very well. And that's a starting caliber NFL nickel slot. And Elijah Molden could be a great pick um, if it pans out. And I like that because. Um, you know, obviously, I, I think Kendall Vildor has a chance to be able to step up too, and we're questionable with what Kyle Fuller's future looks like in Chicago too. So I think that's a good pick. So I went cornerback uh, Elijah Molden from Washington. All right, not a bad pick. The Bears are definitely going to have to look to replace some cornerbacks this offseason. I'm almost 100% positive that Buster Screen's gone because the Bears will save a good bit uh, from cutting him, and it, and it just makes sense at this point. Obviously, you mentioned how his season played out, but. In the third round, it's a little bit risky of a pick. It's someone I've been high on for a while. I've got Kyle Trask, the quarterback out of Florida. Uh, we, we saw Trask have an incredible year down there uh, with the Gators. He was heavily in the Heisman race throughout the year. I'm pretty sure he was even in voting at the end of, uh, at the, end of the year. But, uh, you know, Trask is someone who is a quick operator, who is also decisive. He's a highly intelligent thrower who attacks with a plan. Uh, he's someone who throughout time watching him, and I probably watched him more than any other quarterback last year, even though uh, his play kind of digressed when the Gators didn't do so well. Uh, he's someone who's great at spreading the ball across the field, in my opinion. He can throw it to the running back, tight end, wide receiver. He loves to utilize all of his weapons. The issue with him uh, is, you know, sometimes he can't take advantage of certain throws. Uh, and we've seen that play out throughout his time at Florida, sometimes some missed opportunities, but that was a really high-scoring offense in 2020. Trask will need an adequate play caller uh, as well as protection and playmakers around him. This is why bringing someone like Allen Robinson back is oh so important. If the Bears draft a quarterback, I think there's no doubt that it wouldn't be in the first round, maybe in the second round. Uh, but if they do want to dip down a little bit lower and think some, get someone who I think can still be a starter in the NFL, even though he's a little bit of a developmental piece, uh, it would surely be a risk, and I think it's a risk worth taking. Uh, but I went with Kyle Trask here at 83rd overall. Now the Bears don't have a fourth-round pick because I believe they dished it to Minnesota uh, in 2020 to move up for Travis Gibson. But we're going to move down to the fifth round now, pick 
165 overall. I'll go first. I've got Jonathan Cooper, uh, an edge rusher out of Ohio State. You might say the Bears have enough edge rushers, uh, but I still think they could use some depth there. We don't know what's going to happen with Roy Roberts and Harris. Mario Edwards might not be back. So I'm going to go with Jonathan Cooper, edge out of Ohio State. Uh, he isn't someone who's going to be the next Bosa or the Chase Young. Uh, but I do think that edge rushers coming out of Ohio State and defensive linemen in general are just different breeds. Uh, he was one of the part, uh, pass rush spark plugs for the Buckeyes defense uh, in 2020 and had an impressive year showing his speed, power, urgent hands, encounters, as well as a persistent motor and pursuit. Uh, it seems like he could be a, if he has a savvy stack of linebackers behind him, something that the Bears have, he could perhaps even be an NFL starter. Uh, and it seems like he's favorable per the draft network as a designated pass rusher, someone who is exactly what the Bears would need. The Bears would need someone to come, fill in, uh, be able to take advantage of their opportunities, like we've seen so many Bears do throughout time. Uh, Bilal Nichols, who might have the opportunity to start next year, depending on what happens to Akeem X. Brent Urban, uh, Mario Edwards, Roy Robertson-Harris, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Jay Rogers isn't here anymore, and he was so great at, def- at uh, developing defensive linemen, which – uh, unfortunately pisses me off a little bit because I think the Bears will be in the market for another one. Uh, but Cooper would have the opportunity in Chicago to work behind a ton of efficient and great pass rushers, so I think the pick makes sense. Zach, I'm going to pass it back to you now. Uh, you've got an interesting one uh, at pick 165. We, we obviously know Deshaun Gibson may or may not be back in Chicago next year. Had a pretty good year in 2020, uh, led, led the team in interceptions, uh, but you know, he, he's probably looking for a little bit bigger of a paycheck. So let me know what you got at round five. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Honestly, I, I think that he'll be back next season to Sean Gibson. That is, um, and I, that may or may not happen, but either way, I picked up a safety here, uh, which is Caden Stearns out of Texas. Um, regardless of what happens, I think this would be a great pick. Sean Desai, obviously the defensive corner of the Chicago bears now, but Worked with Eddie Jackson, made Eddie Jackson who he is today, along with Vic Fangio, of course, who left. But um, I think Sean Desai has a real chance to be able to turn this kid into something great. Um, he started in 28 of 29 games when he was at Texas. Uh, he's loose moving, uh, coverage versatile safety. Uh, that shows a great co- deal of comfort in both man and zone. Uh, he's smart and instinctive. Um, and his I, I think his biggest deficiencies come as a downhill run filler. Uh, sometimes his calculations when running the alley and tackling are a little bit uh, poor, but um, it's a developmental versatile safety is what the ideal role is. Um, obviously, he wouldn't come in and make a, an impact right away, uh, as this is a lower pick, but could potentially develop into a really good piece for the Bears at safety. Um, and since he plays in both man and zone pretty well uh, and is pretty instinctive, I think that would be a great pick for them. So Caden Stearns, safety out of Texas. All right, let's head into round seven. There's not much explanation that needs to be done here because most of these picks are developmental picks. Uh, but I'll just share my first two first. Uh, at, at 205, I've got Cornell Powell, uh, wide receiver from Clemson. You know, he's someone who hasn't gotten a ton of opportunities, uh, just to put it slightly. We've seen him sit behind guys uh, like Mike Williams, Hunter Renfro, T. Higgins, Amari Rogers, Raymond McLeod. Uh, but, you know, his final two seasons at Clemson, he was able to put up some numbers. Uh, he ended his career with an eight reception, 139-yard and two-touchdown outburst against the Ohio State Buckeyes, obviously, in that game, which they lost. Uh, but he's someone who I think could be interesting bringing in, and then I had to do uh, be a little bit biased here at the end. 
bringing in Iowa guy as a Hawkeyes fan. At 219, I've got Amir Smith-Marset, wide receiver out of Iowa. Uh, you know, he's someone who's had discipline issues throughout his time uh, with the Hawkeyes. Just in October, he had a DUI. Uh, he, he hurt his hamstring flipping into the end zone in one of their last games. Uh, but he's someone who I've really liked and is just a really good raw receiver. Uh, he, he's got pretty good hands. He can catch balls uh, basically anywhere you put them. Believe me, Iowa quarterbacks haven't been the great greatest the last couple of years. Uh, so you put the ball most anywhere, uh, and he'll be able to bring it down. He's got a really nice catch radius. He's also pretty quick, and he was used in special teams as well. I know uh, NFL teams, most of these late-round picks, are guys that you can maybe use in special teams. And he was the punt and kick returner for the Hawkeyes the last couple of years and had some very good success at doing so. Uh, obviously, the Bears – looking to bring back Cordero Patterson. They're going to have Tariq Cohen healthy again, assuming that he's in Chicago. Uh, but I think Smith-Marset brings a lot to the table. Is someone who you could bring in. Hopefully uh, a guy like Matt Nagy could discipline him. I'm not that confident considering uh, what happened with the whole Chauncey Gardner-Johnson situation uh, with Anthony Miller and Javon Wims. But uh, both of those wide receivers, big, rangy, athletic guys, uh, who I think could eventually contribute down the road. So, Zach, I'm going to pass it to you now, but uh, go through your seventh-round picks if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, so mainly a depth piece, but uh, has potential to really become something great, and that's Kula Herbert uh, running back out of Virginia Tech. Uh, Marino for Draft Report reported that um, you know he's a one-cut runner that gets chances to run inside and off tackle. Uh, he's a fringe lead back and outstanding number two, uh, so he has a chance to be able to become a solid number two uh, in the NFL and potentially become a starter if he can improve himself on passing downs. He lacks a little bit in blocking um, in, in the passing game, uh, but he takes ec- excellent angles, has great vision, uh, good contact balance, smooth operator. Um, he's a pretty good athlete. He's just not overly dynamic. Uh, obviously, you saw the Bears uh, with Artavis Pierce came in um, and started playing. So, Kula Herbert, mainly this would be a piece where, um, you know, if he shows out uh, – coming out of the draft and is able to solidify himself on the roster um, would be great, especially because I'm not sure where Tariq Cohen's future with the Bears lies in terms of if it's not this year, mainly next year probably, I could see them trying to move on from him. Um, I love Cohen, but I, I just think that's realistic. Um, and Kalua Herbert, I think, like like the Draft Network was saying for his reports, um, you know, he's got real potential. So, if he can turn it up and, and become better in the passing game, it could be a great option. So Khalil Herbert running back out of Virginia Tech. All right. Who you got for the last one? And then same same pick here, which is Amir Smith-Marset. Um, and you say most of it, but, uh, you know, th- that main concern there is that, like you were saying in October with the DUI, um, you just got to be able to uh, keep him under control and, and uh, hope that it can work out. But obviously, like we were saying, Wims and Miller are likely going to be – not likely, but I would see them being. I would almost gone. say likely gone. Yeah. Um, so if not both of them, one of them definitely. Um, and so you're gonna need wide receiver depth at least, and uh, you know he's got potential, like you said, just gotta keep him under control. Um, and he's good in vertical passing, so it could be an interesting option. So I've got Amir Smith Marset for the last one, and that is it. Yeah, Amir Smith Marset, for me at least, really reminiscent with the. Uh, with the discipline issues as well as his game and how he plays uh, to someone like a Donovan people's Jones, even where he's going to get drafted, someone you can get late uh, that's really athletic on paper. uh, And if you can reel him in, he could be a very good prospect. We saw people's Jones 
put up some good numbers for the Cleveland Browns in 2020. So should be interesting to see if the Bears can get someone down the board who's a wide receiver because uh, it, it seems like they're definitely going to need some. So uh, before we close this one off, I would like to say thank you guys so much for tuning into our Mock Draft 1.0. The Draft Network stuff down below, that's what we're going to be using to do all of our mock drafts. Uh, throughout the entire 2021 draft process. And we're going to be trying to get two a week up for you guys. Uh, I know you guys like these, and it was a big um, favorite in 2020. So we're going to keep coming, uh, hopefully make more for you this year because uh, we definitely want to do more of that. But thank you guys once again so much for tuning in. Whatever platform you're listening on, do us a favor, follow slash subscribe. And if you're listening on YouTube, do us a favor, drop a like and comment down below who you want the guy, who you guys want the Bears to draft in 2021 if you want more content from us including draft content be sure to head over to our website beardown.com uh if you would like to find the podcast on instagram and twitter you can find it on both platforms at beardown and finally you can find the links to all of our social media pages down in the description uh myself as well as zach's stuff you can find our thoughts on the entire nfl all of professional sports and just basically anything that has to do with chicago so be sure to go follow us it's a great way to interact with us but zach rimbos Feels good getting back in the swing of things, uh, doing these mock drafts. Definitely been a while since we've done them, but it's always a fun process when the time of year comes around. So any last words before we close this one off? Yeah, I love mock drafts. I think it's just always interesting to see what you can do. Um, I, I wish you know we were able to do the Draft Network has the most uh, – how do I put this? The, the best predictability for where picks are going to be at. Um, but the thing is you have to buy it to be able to do trades. Um, so these aren't necessarily what uh, the picks that I would do. I would trade in this scenario. Um, maybe we'll do one on the pro football network one. Let's just see how it goes again. Um, that one's a little bonkers. It's, it's a little weird. There's a lot of people that would not make it to the, to where they drop. Um, but you never know. It, it's, you know, every year it's different. It's, it's an odd, odd situation. Something like 2020, we saw a lot of people drop. Like Chris was saying before we started, we've seen people drop that. We never would have thought drop to that position. Um, but other than that, just excited to get back into the mock draft and look forward to the future. So, Yeah, it's interesting to see how some of these players drop with, you know, only having a pro day. And teams can make their own uh, kind of exceptions and thoughts on them based on that one performance. So if they go and lay an egg or they go and play really well, uh, something that teams didn't expect – uh, it could go very differently, so we'll keep you guys going with the mock drafts. It's always hard to predict these, uh, but we're going to do our best and get you guys uh, the content that you deserve. But, guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe, and Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you guys back again tomorrow. We're trying to post every day again, uh, so we will see you guys back again soon. That's pretty much it. Peace out, guys.